I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach zero Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decision. We are not the only hoes you're going to listen to today, but we actually have another one. Resident Gay. Every man has his own special dream. I hate <laughs> you Dreams so just about to come but... true. Life's not as bad as it may seem when the sun is right in front of you. I guess he thinks this is if I were a rapper. Can... Not. This is if I were deaf, I'd be happy right now. Fuck you. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Fuck you. Bitch. I am Wheezy. Um, this is your girl Mandy B, aka Peg the Stallion. And we have ass. <laughs> Peg the Anthony. Stallion. Why am I here? What did I? You sign know up why for? you're here. You're here because I kidnapped you last night, and <laughs> yes. I was like, "Oh wait, we're literally at the bar drunk." He took me to yet another gay bar. Apparently, that's Which all one? we do together. Cock. I don't want to say. Cock. Oh, God damn it! Cock. I took her to the cock. I'm not going. Back. Isn't the no, cock downtown I, by me? Yeah, yeah yep, we were in Lower sure East Side last night. That's yep. right. We were. I we only were. know that that bar is not for me because. I was walking by it one day and thought it was a chicken place. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was two a.m. and I said, "Oh, <laughs> we can Wait, eat there here." Is, there is a chicken is, in red lights. Like, like there is a chicken, man, right on there, the outside of it. Yes, yep. the cock. And normally, there's people like outside of the cock, mm-hmm. which I did not know was the cock. It doesn't say it; it just has the chicken. It, it, yeah, exactly. So, um, I was having a really fun date. I think I was with Jeeves actually walking around the neighborhood. And I'm like, ah, I'm fucking starving. So I'm like, look, let's go get this chicken place. It looks open. <laughs> and the bouncer started smiling at me. And I'm like, are you guys closed? <laughs> and he was like, honey, for you we are. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no. And that's what well, I thought we, the we cock literally, was. We literally sat at the bar. At this point, we had to be 
over 10 shots in of tequila all night. And oh, we're literally coming up with a goddamn outline at the bar. I was yes. like, oh, we have to we have to talk about Getting it done while there's porn playing, oh, naked yeah, niggas dancing. Niggas making out behind yes, us. Fun. And the then he nine. almost fought somebody, but we ain't going to mm, get into that. No. But he's been, he took me to another um The boiler club. room right around the corner. We now, have, we now have our spot. So we go to, can I say it? You think I should say it? So we go to this place called Boxers. Mm-hmm. So he takes they don't know which everybody's one. fine. Oh, look, there's well, so no. many boxers and they don't know which one. Okay, Hell's so yeah. Kitchen. Well, damn, don't just look. Yeah, and you well, know, I mean, they can Google it. Well, let, yeah. well, let's talk about it because you I've just said always, boxers. Well, no, just randomly, I've look. always wanted to be a creative director for boxers. I like boxers, HK. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I feel like each boxers, because they're in so many different places of New York, should be like unique to the neighborhood. So, like, there's a boxers uptown, and it should have, I feel like, more black folks, Dominican folks. And then there was one that used to be on that free side. That one should have, like, a Dominican here or there from the uh, project. From like and then some snobby ass mm-hmm. white kids up in there. A little bit of everything. But the HK, you know, they do a little too much sometimes. I love that roof, though. I'm not going to lie. Love the that roof. one, so I, not only did I fall in love with the bartender there, we just. Oh, went... so you just going to tell it all out oh, there. Yeah, okay, I go, go do, ahead. Well, man. I do like the bartender. It's fine. It's probably not going to last because I just ruin everything but um we True. went there the other night this was after the we friends on live show we night. went back there <laughs> and we went there and there was dicks all on the bar like visible ones i didn't see that the first time we went so we went and they have little tiny towels they all look like well this was that night this, you know <laughs> whenever the dancers dance it's always like a theme i feel like so this they night had i feel like they definitely have a whatsapp group chat and they're like you know what luau right yeah no because the night so the first night we went there they definitely did uh, like yeah, I feel what like was the theme then it was like a racer theme or something they, random because remember the, that was when I was see, fucking I with imagine that one. if you don't have the outfit and they can be like you know what we're going football players get some see, eyeliner yeah I go. thought it was like a uptown night because I want to say they had Tim's and Jays on the bar dancing oh boy they had their Jordans is this Black Knight yeah no, <laughs> I, look, I don't, I don't know, remember because this doesn't feel very HK to me there were literally like hard ass dicks falling under the towel, like yeah. under the towels, was just dicks. Yeah, and I was like, "What's that other game? Oh like, my god, it's not boxers, but it's also in Chelsea. Tell me the name. I can't think of it. Uh, wow, you're putting me on the spot here. More West, fucking up my gayness. Uh, right there from boxers, from boxers, and oh, I never go to that boxers. But you said the one in Midtown. I mean, Chelsea. I don't do the Chelsea. I don't do that one. I don't. I've that's never... like the OG one. And, oh, what is down the street from there? But I that's was... around the corner from Limelight. But I don't. I don't know that area. I can't think of it right now. I'm fucked. I only knew about. I was there. I think because Bounce is over there, and I was tired of the uh, straight white people over there. So I was like, you know, Bounce, let me just Bounce. go go gay. Because if I'm gonna go white, at least go gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I'm white gay is not. It yeah, me. that is not it. We white gay is not. We it literally say we white gay is why. That's why I almost got into the damn fight. A damn the white fight gay. Oh, no, boy, last at night at the cock. For, and what pissed okay, me off? Okay, to be fair, I heard all the Latinos from Elias go to the cock. Nah, it was some of them. It was a oh, they, 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 white and Latino. Okay, so, so I mean, yesterday you, was a Monday. Let me get well. Here's the thing. Let me just give you the complete rundown of the cock. Right, the cock is a seedy bar. It's super dark. They yeah. have porn playing on the TVs. People be jacking off in the bathrooms. Yeah. Head here and there. All that. So when you fucked up at a bar, you fucked up at a bar. I, I get that. This dude comes, taps me on my chair. So I look and I see, and it's like, okay, it's a drunk dude. Comes back over on the other side of the bar. His arms all on top of me, like elbowing me while he's taking his money out, doing this whole thing. And like you just said, it's Monday. This bar is empty. So I don't understand why you're all on me. On. And so when I finally say something calmly, when I finally say something calmly, then he tries to turn up on me. Oh, he did. And make me look like the bad guy, Chun-Li. 
And the bartender <laughs> thinks I'm a pussy and is like, of course, you're at a bar. You're going to get touched or else don't come oh out. Oh, my God. No, nigga. Yeah, no. You're at a bar. You can get your ass beat. Everyone up in here. <laughs> and I would tell Mandy, I was like, I've had too many shots. Yeah, I have we were to like, talk shit and look go. like a pussy because I will get arrested Wait, here. we went somewhere else after That's that. when we went to the boiler room after that because I was like, I, I will can't tell you what I've learned. There's a time and place for everything. But if they, they deserve it, you'll see them in the right motherfucking place. Too. Let me tell you, the, the right time and place. Anywhere. I'm not turning up in a place where I'm going to look crazy. But I'm going to turn up on your ass. I don't want to turn up on you drunk i want you to be sober i want you to be sober so i can so you can feel it and talk about it for the rest of your life if you do a drunk you might not remember me beating your ass because people will call day. you pussy if They're it's like, a oh, fucking damn, I, oh you no, see me what happened, what happened? oh maybe i saw you and couldn't do it right then and there right but there's a motherfucking I, day for it all it took everything in me not to follow that nigga into the bathroom and fuck him up and leave i was like he's just gonna be laying on the floor while these niggas over here fucking they're not gonna care about him they're gonna just and keep do you about really want to get arrested at the cock that's what i'm saying how am i gonna explain if you go to jail at a gay bar it better be for fucking in it don't like at least get something out of it actually i think that let's debate that for a second would i be pissed for getting arrested for fucking in a gay club when everybody does it because i think that would piss me off about i can't believe i'm the one that got caught out of everyone that does this is it because i'm black or is it because i'm gay it better not be because i'm gay everyone is <laughs> gay. <laughs> well, it better not because i'm black either because i'm not in no white gay bar what, okay what now would i'm you... all the way fucked up yeah. recommendations before we jump in for people that are visiting new york gay Men, women, best bars, let's say up and downtown. Okay, so, you know, I'm going to start you off in Harlem, right? Um, shout out to the promoters. Shout out to the promoters. Frank Watson. I'm going to just give you promoter names. Frank Watson. Check out his party. Mr. Randy. And Joe Moore. Watson. Not Randy yeah. Watson. Please oh. check out Frank's parties. <laughs> Look, she can vouch. Um, what, the DL? Uh, he does parties he with does the DL. With the DL. Uh, what but... do you have bubbles in? Y'all just also just follow, just follow Frank days. too. Just follow him. Yeah, and uh, Joe Morris, uh, Rebel Boy Joe, Rebellious Joe, Rebellion Joe. He has plenty of names. Uh, just I just like the promoters. Those two promoters. Yes, he's the one that threw the space party during Pride with yes, no he spades. Did. Yes, Got he you. did. He tried. That was he cute. Did. No, it was great though. Yeah, the party was the lit. Par- <laughs> no party <laughs> like, space, look, the party was too lit for the space. Oh my, that's what it was. Where were we gonna play that's at? Because it, it was packed before y'all got there. There was a wave, and then like they cleared out, and another wave came, and I was like, damn. Weekend was so much fun. Uh, I love Pride. I, I wish I was back in Atlanta for Pride. It. Um, so but those are my recommendations. I thought That's we was going we we ain't gonna catch up now on our dating lives, but it's non-existent for me anyway. So we gonna get straight one. into right. We just go out and drink together. Yeah. I mean, well, point. also there's another person here. But well, I what's skip. going on? with you tell me? Oh, don't worry about we it. Let's go to the no, I want to know. I was fucking around just because I felt like I was uh, in, I was the guest for a second. Well, but do anyway. the people already know your dating life? Do people what? Do the people already know your dating life? So you fill us all in. Actually, I've been on some new shit. I've Ooh, been okay. very much exercising my ethical non-monogamy. So, like, I have been learning a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. And experiences that I have are better when I'm super connected to somebody. Mm-hmm. So I've realized, also with the help of a uh, shout-out to Shan Booty, that friendships are the best relationships I have later, right? Mm. Now, I don't meet people with the intent of just being their friend. However, I like laying down that foundation because then there's something else beyond just my sexual attraction to you. So I've made a commitment to take my black ass out twice a week so I can meet new people because Mm -hmm. I generally meet people online or through somebody, and I'm like, that kind of sucks because then you're going to end up seeing them again. So I'll go out to somewhere new every single week and alone, and I have met amazing fucking niggas. Yeah. I don't know how I haven't been doing this, but like dinners alone and like I do it right around like 530 or six 
And I've been meeting amazing fucking dudes. Mm-hmm. I have a, not a new bae, but did meet a Wall Street nigga. Nigga. Emphasis on that. Okay, 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 okay. So, like, you know when you lock eyes with someone because they're the only other black person there? Oh, damn. Okay. So. <laughs> look, I mean, it happens. You be you so be happy to see representation on them, but. Look at you. Look, look. <laughs> what did uh, XD say? Oh, when you go on Tinder, <laughs> you swipe everybody black that's right, and then you go through if they cute or not later? Yes. Back. Yes. I was eating at the bar and he was with some coworkers and the bartender asked me what I wanted to drink because he was going to get it for me. I said, I want you to go back and ask him what I think he thinks I like to drink. So he didn't come over for like 10 minutes. And then the first thing he said, he walked you over. You want to drive the boat? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you play so much stuff? That is not what he asked. <laughs> he damn near did because he goes, he was like, hey, I'm blah, blah, We shake hands. And he's like, now I'm not going to say Hennessy. <laughs> Cause I nigga, said, she said nigga, so I was like, you know, niggas always right. I mean, why every time? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, so, and then I started laughing. I'm like, seriously? He was like, do you say? I'm see, like, see, it's fucking hot, <laughs> bro. I was so tight. I was so tight. But anyway, what I have really enjoyed, right? We've been to dinner once. I feel like it's great to meet somebody because I don't always go like if I want to go to parties of people that look like me, I gotta go to Brooklyn or I gotta go uptown. And mm. if I don't do that, it's gonna be mixed. I like dating black men that can code switch like me because I'm a code switching ass motherfucking bitch. And I love doing it. I love ratchet shit. I like ghetto shit. But I like bougie and posh and luck shit. And I've been having fun dating these men that are men that are in those circles that can swap dating with me. Dating these men. Dating these men. Because what was happening to me was when I was on my white boy spree, I was finding that they would just happen to like nigga shit too. But it ain't mm. like... You feel it like I do, because you yeah, don't. Yeah. And it's so much more fun to walk into white establishment and be like, yeah. look at these bitches. Yeah. With a nigga. Yeah. And I don't really have that with white men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll talk shit with me, but like, you don't get it, because I'm talking about your ex-girlfriend and your mama. Why are you smiling? And while you're talking, I'm just, rem- I just remembered, see, I just hit back Muslim Bay, and <laughs> I forgot we were supposed to have a date today and I never respond. Why can't you? This is why, I, this is why I can't date and I think that's my problem. Like, I literally, I don't, I prioritize to be with my friends and work. So when it comes to dating, I'm just, I literally, last night, first off, he texted me, but like, we were making plans, text me the address nearby. I told him we had to record today one to three. He's like, I'll see what's nearby. My drunk ass sent him my home address. Oh no. He's like, that's where you're recording. I never responded. And he literally responded the same minute that. So I just wrote wrote him now. What you doing? I was drunk. I'm on Wall Street. That's my address. Does he drink? No. So he no. He doesn't drink. He doesn't eat bacon. He. Well, how was the date? The the date went well. What did you do on the date? Oh, we ended up. So he wanted to take me to a vegan restaurant, which I thought was cool. You showing me something different. I ain't never been to like no full vegan restaurant. We get there. The AC wasn't on. And this was during the heat wave, sir. So I said, I said, we can't eat in here. And I know you're probably going to think I'm bougie, but it's too hot. That's not bougie. That's basic necessity. It is. It was like, it's too hot to eat. And I'm only going to have two bites. So can I enjoy? I'm sure he was cool with that. He was. So we ended up just going (laughs) over. We ended up just going over to Sylvia's. Yeah. And we stayed there for like two hours. Greens. (laughs) (laughs) He did. So. What did he have? Oh, oh no, well, I was going to say, he, not, he, I was say he better no, not have them. No, they, so he didn't do the, he had a whole thing of, <laughs> right, of, he of not had them greens. So he did the potato salad, the okay. mac and cheese. Oh, he doesn't eat chicken either? He doesn't eat meat. 
But you said vegan? No, he's vegetarian. No, he was oh, going to take, he's vegetarian. He was going to take me to a vegan restaurant. To try to oh, prove okay. to you that soy macaroni was, is the same. I, right, pretty much. I was like, I don't believe the che- vegan cheese ain't shit. You know what? I want to go on a fucking rant when we're done with this about vegans. Let's go get it all. <laughs> or we can start it right now because I'm tired of them. First off, what don't call it wings anymore. Is this camera oh, on? Oh, true. That's Stop true. Okay, I'm with this. But I like it's the cauliflower. I, but I like okay. the cauliflower but chicken wings. Not They're not chicken either. Come that up with your own chicken. shit. Yep. Niggas have crafted chicken for themselves, and then you, with the help of someone who wrote a book in L.A. and yeah. likes green juice, <laughs> decided that veganism was for us suddenly. And now you're trying to take chicken and make it. Chicken. I Don't ain't gonna fucking hold you. put quotation marks on. I was about chicken. to say there's that's quotation marks. That's what you do. Stop it. It's not real. And then stop trying to tell me that it mm. tastes just as good. No, it doesn't. It might taste like your cauliflower tofu thing that resembles <laughs> chicken, but it is not. Someone created the name chicken. Come up with your shit. What did Tofurky ever do to you? Well, my problem right now is there's a vegan woman on the train. She's on the green line and she pissed me the fuck off. A vegan woman? Yes. And she walks around with pamphlets because she's yelling how milk is killing us all. You shouldn't (laughs) do. And I'm just like, baby girl, I like sour cream on almost everything. You're going to have to shut the fuck up. She's on everybody's characters. No, I do. In real life. So, no, what? You don't like sour no, cream? No, 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 She said, I like it on everything, so you got to shut up. I'm like, <laughs> no, seriously. I was like, girl, and eggs every morning. So you got to like, oh, and she literally good. was just, and she yells and she hands out a pamphlet and says that we all need to be vegan. This is the only way we're going to live. And she like brings up mortality and all this, just everything. Nutritionists have literally told people like, to girl, go back on meat. No, literally. Let me tell if you, you do something. the keto, they tell you to... Eat fatty foods and as much meat as you want. Eliminate carbs and sugars. I mean, that's for weight loss. But from a nutritional standpoint, I obviously don't have the perfect body. I can't tell you what what to do. But all I know is organic has been the way to go, not necessarily cutting out meat. Do I cut out red meat sometimes and feel better? Yeah, but I know there are days, like on my period especially, when I have a steak, I literally feel better. Well, Mm. listen, you're... Not any more right. healthy if that you eat like... unless you have your own goddamn garden. All these vegetables got shit in it too, just like the meat. The whole government really killing us all. But we're not gonna get into that. That's my conspiracy theory. Um, no, been, I'll agree. I've been having fat boy summer, so you can't <laughs> keep me away from. Bro, the meat. we are the fattest people ever. Okay, <laughs> like when I went to Asia, I was saying to my friend, um, sorry, Japan specifically all of the ramen that people are eating, like, how are they still thin? And it's just because their bodies can metabolize shit faster because they haven't been fucked up with all the yeah. food that we have. Mm. How is it possible that we have the literally. most fucking gastric bypass surgeries be- from insurance, which means it literally could kill you, your weight, mm. because the food they're giving us is fucking insane. It is. I mean, look at the sizes of our cups compared to McDonald's at anywhere else in the world. Like mm-hmm. this, the small Super is... size. I always had to ask for the sizes. I used to hate when people did that, but now you actually have to because when you're like, oh, a small, please, and they still bring you that extra large cup, and you're like, damn, that's Let the small. Let me give me value. Damn, just give me the water cup, so, man. With the food, <laughs> not too far. Fucking mentioned. I'm sorry, but I'm tired of this. We're addicted to this shit. Like, for example, when you go on a bender or your party, we better be going into the cucumber challenge after this. You know what's crazy? Hold on. I'm gonna tell you how food to get your pussy right. But what's crazy is we gonna segu right into the goddamn vanilla shit, and this is what it is, bitch. So the daily dot dot the daily dot dot com 
how to have sex with vegetables and other homemade toys. Okay. Okay, wait a so, minute. I was just <laughs> No. So I'm not grapefruiting no, my dick because well, that citric we're gonna, acid. We're going to start with the homemade toys. When you're solo, they suggest electric toothbrushes or electric face brushes. Um, this can bring gentle waves of pleasure to most of your intimate areas. Um, of course, then they bring up. It should come as no surprise that plenty of shapes found in nature also make excellent tools for penetration. Using a box of condoms and fresh produce from your pantry, you can have a treasure trove of new friends in no time flat. Our favorite girthy vegetables and fruits include cucumbers, carrots, zucchini, and of course, eggplants. <laughs> Sheath the fruit or veggie of your choice in a condom. You don't want whatever was sprayed on the veggies inside of you. Also, enjoy. Or you can take that condom, <laughs> add water, enjoy. and cardboard tube and make yourself an ice dildo. Follow the handy guide. Um, also, if you're looking for something tasty to penetrate, melons will do. Just cut the hole first. Also, for dudes, a banana pill makes for a good masturbation sleeve. Really? I don't know if they're going to take out an ad for this episode, but you that. can refer to a sex toy company where the code is WD50, <laughs> and I will let you know right now that you can purchase it, because Whole Foods is not for your pussy. So I wanted to bring this up. I actually brought it up so that we can have the discussion of this goddamn cucumber challenge. Have you ever cucumbered somebody or been cucumbered? No. Yeah. Have you? Oh, wait, maybe when I was a kid, but like I tried it. From Wait, did your mom know? Did she cut it up and put it in a salad? <laughs> like, did she know? Like, did you, th like, I think I might have put it back, but I put a condom oh on. <laughs> I don't know, but I've known I've used one, but I was like really young. But I didn't put it in me. I just rubbed the clit with it. Oh, okay. Have you ever used anything in the house for, as a sex not toy? Not for myself. No? I just really feel like we're not, no one that listens to this show is that poor if they're running it on a phone or another device. I don't, think it, device. Anything, I don't think it has anything. Oh, it has to. No. Because you can buy. No, it doesn't have to do with portum. Okay, so. Portum. I, I asked Finances, y'all questions maybe? and I did not answer. So. Wow. Wasn't so, look, the last. Look, transparency. Uh-oh. I cucumbered somebody once. Okay. Many, many, many months ago. Wait, wait, months ago? Asante, your hair, is, <laughs> your hair is green right now. And now you want to tell us oh, you cucumbered a nigga a couple months ago. This is recent. Uh, How a did few it... months ago. And so then when I was like, challenge. And then I saw what it was, I was like, oh, damn, Nigga, that ain't a challenge. A... Look, all I know is I knew a freak and we had another freak over and... Okay. And no one so, had a dildo? It... No... No one had a dildo. I Asante. mean, we were at my house. I do not own dildos. Do you have a fucking hand? Maybe that. Oh, I'm giving away a little something. You know, yeah. But all I will say is that cucumber did not make it back into public quarters. I was thinking about because you know, God, in case please. one of my roommates or somebody listening, they go back. And they're like, nigga, like, I just now, ate a cucumber. Did you put a condom on it? I did. It feels right. I mean, I just always put condoms on things. So just Same. Like, Even my strap, the, I'll put a condom on it. Right. I'm just, I'm just used to the condom. I was like, I it guess makes it. Well, it makes to... a lot of things cleaner. I use condoms on sex toys for insertion, just because like the dust and everything. And I, I just didn't know what the lube was going to do to the, the the vegetable or whatever. So yeah, I like, but I mean, I also told y'all when the guy put the put his wave brush in his ass for me, he put a condom on the tip of the wave brush. But he said it, so he didn't get splinters. Because <laughs> it was. Are a, there any lubes that work with vegetables? They all work. Water-based right. moves, right? I don't know. With the, the vegetable. Because, you know, I'd be assuming it's going to, like, eat the vegetable away or something. You just have, like... Vegetable oil for lubricating. 
Oh, you could do that. Oh, Actually, a little Crisco and a I cucumber. Had, I had not va- a Crisco. No, 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 you're right. I had vaginismus. <laughs> no bullshit. What? Vaginismus is like when you tense up, when your body tenses up. I had it years ago. So that's not vagina Christmas. Uh, Sorry, it's okay, like literally the opposite. Oh, it is the opposite. Vagina hell. <laughs> it's like your pussy does this to a dick and it hurts the dick because it totally oh, yeah, tenses. Yeah, yeah. Like my gynecologist was like, you have to let go. Like you have to stop. So I was really young. But anyway, the lubes were like burning me because my pussy was so sensitive. And he told me to use Crisco. But like the one that's in the jar, the. They put Crisco in a jar? Hold on. They put Crisco in this. It's a certain kind. I'm going to. coconut oil? It was kind of Crisco in. Was it like the like a Crisco natural or something? Yeah. See, you was using vegan Shortening. oil. Shortening. No. You was using butter, huh? <laughs> That's butter. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so, you over here got a little bakery going on. That's in your what oven. the doctor said. So <laughs> I was like 21 bakery. years old, and I remember we would always use it. And one day my ex was like, can we get another container? Because I just feel like this is just fucking me up. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. So before I forgot to get a new container, the maid came in one day, and she put it back in and then all I could think is like, I know I'd be sucking dick and then fucking put my hand in it because we didn't use it for food. And I couldn't find it for like a week. Do you remember that MTV show Room Raiders? Yes. <laughs> if they dead. ran a black light through your damn kitchen. Right. <laughs> <they> find- that <laughs> would have been a whole ass. I mean. Where would they find them fluids? Oh, you know, it's Something on the stove. Right. So we're going to get into our kink of the week. This is from Vice.com. Before we get into it, I do want to have everyone maybe guess in their heads, and I want you guys to guess as well. So we are going to discuss for the kink of the week this week the top five kinks that Americans fantasize about. Um, this, I am, like you know what? I'm going to do it from five and go to one. I want y'all to guess All what right, maybe. Let's write down. Okay. Top okay. five kinks that people fantasize about what do, to do you think Hold no, on, wait, I'm thinking, okay. but she's writing hers and you know what you go ahead you you go ahead and, and guess okay top five kinks uh role play okay just okay so role play foot fetish you said top top five mm, okay, literally top five play. role play foot fetish um group okay uh, what are the two little last freaky kinky things? I guess food. We talking about that. That might be one. Okay. Um, and a weird one, probably not the top one. Um, furry shit. Okay. I have teens, teachers, step, BDSM, and feet. Okay. So number five, people actually fantasize about partner sharing and non-monogamy. Hey, group Ooh. shit. So. <laughs> So really. this 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 would be like swinging, partner sharing, polyamory, um, sex categories of about non monogamy fantasies um, do include that. That's also huge with the cuckolding and things like that. Number four, taboo sex. So voyeurism, fetish objects, and exhibitionism, um, which that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but that's broad. But keep going. Number three, novelty and adventure. White people are weird. So the concept of novelty varies widely from person to person, and where exactly these fantasies come from is hard to discern. Um, Harry the three, Potter. The three most common sources of people's self-reported fantasies are their own imaginations, followed by porn, then a previous sexual encounter that they'd had as adults. So that makes sense. Right. Number two, you had it on your list, BDSM. 
Um, this this probably actually led more to it. Fifty Shades of Grey. After everybody loved it, everyone did love Fifty Shades of Grey, and I think it opened a lot more people into being able to speak on what they liked about BDSM. Mm-hmm. You were also you're right as well for the number one, the number one fantasy for Americans. Pete? Group sex. Hey! Number one. Number That's one. Crazy. So, sex with multiple partners is apparently America's favorite fantasy. In particular, threesomes. 89% of oh. Lamelers survey respondents reported fantasizing about this, followed by orgies at 74%, and gangbangs at 61%. Though men were more likely to have all of these fantasies, a majority (laughs) of women reported having these fantasies as well. Women are just scared to ask for it. I think they're scared to ask Mm. for it. It's not surprising that this ever popular holy grail of sex acts is at the top of our list of fantasies, especially when we consider the ego boosting effects of being desired, validated and stimulated by two or more people at once. Group sex slightly likely also appeals because of its sensory overload visually and tactically a lot is going on and all that stimulation ramps up ramps up arousal we level. just judge so wow. much with group sex like we do so i went to seville it's on 20 something and whatever and um it's like a bar lounge club and i'm talking to this english girl who's a hoe for a living and we were talking about threesomes. I'm telling her about beard, bay, and scissors, just like talking about experiences. And we were talking about threesomes for probably 30 minutes. And then finally, when I tell her what I do for a living, she's like, oh, my God, you have to have me on. Like, you know, I've been doing gangbangs for years. I'm like, years. Wow. She's like. And she's doing it. She said she's had 20 at a time. Ooh. And then Working. she goes, don't judge me right after she said that. Right. And I was like, why would I judge you? We've been talking about like fucking threesomes for how long? Right. And then we I told you I have a sex podcast. She's like, because everyone's face changes when you hear mm-hmm. that. Everybody's face changes. Everybody's shocked. And she's like, and if I told you I did it in my personal life and not paid for it, we had, we had change your mind. Goddess Unk came on here. Um, the mistress who does Dom work. If you guys want to go back and reference that episode, she said she met her partner in a gangbang. Wow. Real Met, love. Right. That's got to right? be real love. And he's like, you know what? Your pussy was the best. To like, be it just was. And then like, she's like, and in a room full of dicks, yours was the one I remember. Like, like, well, a gangbang is is what? Just one woman with multiple. There was said, no other in pussy. A, in a room full in of dicks. In the room. That's, well, you she should have a, a gangbang. I don't know. You tra- could have a two girl gangbang. I guess you a two girl gangbang. Reverse gangbang, which is the bunch of girls you do you know how I've many seen that video with white people though what the reverse gangbang no so i'll send you one okay, so please with, with black so the there black is content. there is one pinky i believe pinky's in it there's a, a top of there's a lot of top black porn stars but a lot of them put on a strap and they literally make this guy suck the strap take the strap like it's it's amazing you I'm light up it when you. you start talking about the strap i, <laughs> I see the lights all in your eyes <laughs> No, but I just want to take the strap. We, you, I want to go with you to like a factory to see how they're made and everything, so you could just be watching like, like a, a kid at Christmas. And this is testing for pleasurability, and then you're like, like, look how it goes. You can fuck the shit out of him with it. The durability I fucking, test. I fucking hate you. you just know that. You can throw it at the nigga. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Before we get to this week's horrible decision, let's go over and take a hoe bath and thank our sponsors for this week's episode. This week's episode is sponsored by none other than Lola. Lola is known for its line of period products made with organic cotton. And of course, it is female owned. So we got to represent Lola also now offers sex products with women in mind. So they offer condoms and personal lubricants that you can kind of just put in your bag. And when you receive your box, it is discreet. So no one knows that you're getting condoms, lubricant, or organic tampons sent straight to your door. It's freaking awesome. Weez and I have been using it, and I'm so glad that I now don't have to go to Walgreens or anywhere else to buy all of my products, and then it comes safe to me. And for our listeners, you guys can now get 30% off your first month subscription by visiting mylola.com and entering code WDP30. So that's WDP30 when you go to mylola.com. Once again, that is mylola, M-Y-L-O-L-A.com, promo code WDP30. This week's episode is also brought to you by Voodoo Toys. As you guys know, I just recently went on kind of, you know, a masturbation binge and managed to come seven times in one day. And I don't think I could have been able to do it without my toy. So we over here at Horrible Decisions want to help you guys get, whether it's your first toy, your second toy, your 10th toy, your 20th toy, we want to help you guys. And right now for our listeners only at Voodoo Toys, you guys can receive 33% off of your online purchase. That is one third off. You know, I be doing math and shit. But go over to voodoo.toys. That is V O O D O O dot toys and enter promo code decisions33 for 33% off of your online purchase. Take control of your pleasure. Get some toys today. They have a ton of options. I see rope, bondage dildos for your ass for your pussy for both at the same time miniature vibrators if you're traveling and want to take it on the road they have so many options over at voodoo toys so again that is voodoo.toys and use promo code decisions 33 for 33 percent off your purchase now let's get on with the show i fucking hate hate y'all both (laughs) 
Harness so, test. If, Sorry, if you guys people. haven't enjoyed this conversation enough, we are going to now get into the horrible decision, which I'm hoping maybe you can see a little bit of yourself in this conversation. This is literally what we were talking about at 2, 3, 4 a.m. at a gay bar. We started discussing <laughs> communication while dating. So this actually led after, so we went to Shan Booty's The Game of Desire um, event. Shout out to Shan. Her book Shout is now Shan out. Booty. What a nice event. Yeah. It was a such a, a beautiful event. But literally, she did so many like just interactions with the crowd that dealt with not only knowing yourself, but communicating those mm-hmm. things. And so we're at the bar. And I realized I leaned over to either you or Dustin. And I was like, what's crazy is I feel maybe I don't know how to communicate when I talk to women to test if they're if they're into me, if they're gay. Are, are you just being nice or are you flirting with me? Mm. And then just even to communicate the fact that I do like women, but I only like them in this way and not like making things awkward. And so we literally had a conversation at the bar because we are all dating in a sense. In a sense. In a sense. In right. A sense. I was about to say, but, dating. but it's My also. She was looking at me because I was like, yeah, mm. in a sense. I'm, but, pa- I'm passively dating. I'm not even actively dating. That's a kind of dating. Exactly. That, that was the in a sense. But we were talking with you dating gay men. Mm-hmm. Also, just the conversations that you have with dating, what you want from them, what you're not getting out of them, and also dealing with men who aren't fully comfortable with the mm-hmm. fact that they're gay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. having those conversations with me, I'm in a different space right now where I'm dating, but it's letting people know what I want from them. And if they can't give it to me, me being okay with not forcing the the narrative. Yeah. So if I'm talking to someone, we'll say even sexually. Um, this is, of course, I'm open with talking sexually. I would say with me communicating while I'm dating I've been communicating what I want sexually. And if that person does not really match the bubbles or I see that we're not going to be compatible, it doesn't matter how well he looks on paper. It doesn't matter how fine he is. It's me knowing, okay, you're not going to be able to give me what I want. I have to stop dating you or we have to stop communicating. We have to stop talking. And I know you're dating right now, but it's also letting people know about your other lovers, how you are non-monogamous. So I wanted to kind of do a circle of how different our dating is, but how you're communicating these and what difficulty you're having communicating while you're dating. I think the most difficult thing to communicate for me right now is my work and understanding that it's somewhat of a priority over dating right now. Okay. Like, I haven't found that dating other people has been an issue because... To me, primary partners are where most of the weight holds, right? So if they're comfortable with me dating other people, why do I really give a shit? However, Mm. what has been happening to me recently is I was communicating one thing and now I'm starting to change my mind. Like, Mm. I've been talking about Old Bay, the dude that I fucked. They do. Yeah, who has an amazing, uh, what was I going to say, apartment I mentioned on Patreon, like, and we are having crazy intense and really good sex. Like, I didn't expect it to be this good. He didn't expect it to be this good. And now, because the sex is good, which is kind of funny because this rarely happens, now we're both interested in other shit. Oh, well, let's do dinner and talk more. Da 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 da. The other day he was That's like, good, right? He's like, You really impress good, right? me. Like, because the sex is so good, we just are around each other more now, spending more time together, going to events and shit. And now I'm like, I don't really know if what I said I wanted was what I meant now. <laughs> because I was like, listen, I have a primary partner. He doesn't live here. 
but I don't have anyone I'm having sex with in New York. And I want to share time with someone and have sex with someone that I feel safe with and that can fulfill my needs in that way. And he was totally up for it because when he met me, he's like, you expressed to me and let me know what, what two dates in, you were looking for somebody to date with your girlfriend, which was true and ended up, ha- it ended up happening. I just did not expect it to be this good. Yeah. And now that the sex is off the charts, I'm now communicating that I don't know if that's all I want. This dick too bomb. And I don't want to have to kill thing. this but nigga. But these are all good problems, though. These are good problems. Like, you're you're able to acknowledge these things as they're coming as opposed to it being, like, a year or two down the road and you're like, so I'm in some shit. I don't know because how Because this I got is how here. situationships happen. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's what I'm saying. You it's good that you recognize it right and now. You're not fulfilled with other shit. And so men and women are going to use each other. Mm-hmm. I just need to know what you're using me for and what I'm using you for. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so... Um, mental about how I have sex, right? That's literally what gets me wet is being mentally stimulated Mm -hmm. and having some passion and caring for you. I just can't use you for sex anymore because it's not what I want. So finding a way to communicate that is going to be the new thing. Now, what's interesting about what's happening is it's kind of happening on its own, but also that just could be me being jaded from the good dick because the dick is too bomb. The dick is so good that me and this nigga literally were fucking. And he was like, yo, I got a really early morning, but like, stop by since you're on your way back to the city. Bro, we started fucking. He was like, yo, I'm sorry, but you can't leave. Like, we got to fuck in the morning. And you know we got to fuck in the morning. So figure out what you got to do and what time you got to be there because you can't leave. And I was like, nigga, and I didn't want to. Had to Postmates toothbrush and all that shit to myself because it wasn't even happening like it's a crazy fucking sexual chemistry which is almost blinding me from other shit and i'm like this dick just can't be no regular dick see and what's crazy when when you mention being blinded that's been the conversation that all my friends are trying to have and it's actually the question i asked shan shannon fran um um, yesterday is that with 24 7 i'm not having casual sex partners anymore i'm having casual sex of course with him because i don't want anything else out of him but it's now when i'm meeting a guy it's almost like i need you to fulfill everything but sex and i know that that can't happen that that's where my dilemma is coming in when i'm dating i want the dates the cuddling the intimacy if that person is for whatever reason can't give me that then okay we can't talk but there's also a piece of me that genuinely doesn't want to have sex with other people. Yeah, but that's only because you're not even allowing yourself the time to explore someone else and want I'm not, to fuck them that I'm bad. not. You see, I, I was supposed to have a date so, and I just... So th- this, is, this is the <laughs> irony of it. it. You're having great uh, dick, right? Yes. And that's it. But you want these other things you're saying. How are you going to... If you can't get it from that other person, then what do you want? Does dick weigh that much more that you don't want anyone else? See... And if it does, that's fine to say. But you have to just say that that's what it is. You can't keep saying, like, even hearing you say, like, I can't, you posted a clip or whatever about how you, I'm not going to just cut him off for someone I don't know that I have yet. Totally agree. But that just means that person's not there yet. Right. You will eventually meet someone and realize, like, oh, don't need you anymore. Right. You're only fucking this nigga as much as you are because you're not fucking anyone else. Right. You might meet somebody that you'd want to fuck. Like, you might meet somebody that's, the date's cool and all that, and then all of a sudden the fucking comes along and being like, oh, shit, that was weird. So that's the thing, like, too, mentally in my mind. You don't have to just tell people on the first date, like, I'm fucking another nigga and I'm not letting him go. 
Yeah, yeah no, I don't They're say that. They're fucking somebody too. Right, and right. That, that's, I We're think, all fucking somebody before we And I think that that's you. the conversation that, like, even, of course, with people listening to the show, niggas thinking I have someone because I'm fucking. So I don't understand this this idea that because we're single and we're dating that as soon as you know or find out that the person you're dating is having sex with someone else now you feel like you oh, gotta go out and do it too or right or, or, or not only that just that oh well then you must have someone like single people or can have that, sex right. and still be seeking a relationship but yeah. like, I, I think you maybe need even need to use different verbiage ver- 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 like saying things like his dick is so good you can't fuck anyone else be like look you can even use the word dating casual, like just be like, "Oh, I'm yeah. casually seeing someone," but no, there's nothing else there. That's that's all what, you need. That's to what say. I say, right? So, like, when it gets to that point, why you made that face? Because she ain't because he don't believe me. I don't really believe it either, but okay. No, that's how I say it. I just, I just think that's how you say it. It is because you me. could be but- the way that you're communicating could be doing this before someone even gets close to you. Right. Like, how would you feel if somebody was having dinner with you and being like, yo, I'm fucking this girl and I ain't really cutting her off until, because I mean, we've been going at it for years. <laughs> so why would I cut this bitch off and I don't even know what you could do? Like, see, that's shitty. Let's, yeah. let's get into to, into me, I see. Let's talk about communication. <laughs> yes. Because your communication, and like your communication is on point and your communication is about where I'm at. Like, it could use some work because I have to communicate to myself what it is that I want. And I feel like you know what you want. Yeah. But you're still looking at what you already got to. But when you get things that you're supposed to have, like, it'll take you away from all of them things. But the even, I just, I think you, whenever I th- you're ready. I think you're on the right track, but there's something you missed. Well, fill me in. Help Mandy me out. knows what she wants. She's True. just not taking the steps she needs to get it. That's it. Yeah, because I like hanging with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I think that's why you don't really prioritize dating. Because like, if you get the, the good ass sex and you work in and you have your friends, then so, do you need so, to so here's have the thing. somebody's? If dating, there's no need to prioritize it if you don't want it that bad. I so, don't. So that's the thing. I've been on this podcast. That's why I said passively and, and, and date. With, yeah. with, with communicating, it, it is communicating as well to myself. So I, I've communicated on this podcast for the last few months maybe even into last year as soon as I graduated got my job and everything and I was like I want a boyfriend I want a boyfriend I want a boyfriend I want a boyfriend and I was around my my friend all summer and she found someone that she was really intimate with and everything about her and him disgusted me I didn't want I was like and she had to say well what does a relationship look like you to you and I feel like that's honestly my problem right now mm-hmm. is that I don't know what a relationship looks like to me yeah. because her FaceTiming him all day and checking in and rushing home to be with him and cooking for him at 2 a.m. and all this weird shit I was like I was I wanted to throw up okay well well wait no up. I did I now, wanted to that, throw up no, no I'll so, give you that to, to that's her, a little bit different though so because so, the FaceTiming every day for someone that's more independent is going to be like, that's fucking wild. That's having to answer to somebody. Right. That's, that and is I don't want that. I hate shit. that. But a, a lot of, a lot that. of people that I know, that's their relationship. They are, they do, they check in, they let someone know what they're doing. They're just on FaceTime just to see what each other are doing. And like, I'm so busy. I'll be forgetting to text back. So like, to me, right. the, the things, just, the things that, that I that think ha- that's not your, listen, that is not the example of a relationship that needs to be for you. That's not an example of love or intimacy that's my thing. for you, and that's fine. But but don't think that that is the fucking make But that's model. what I'm saying. But it's not only her. It's everyone that I know that are in a relationship. No one that I've seen that's in a relationship do I look like, damn, I want that. 
So I genuinely don't know what a relationship looks like to me that I would want. That sucks to hear. That's it, kind no, of, it's literally. kind of the same, actually. I don't think I know any like gay relationships that are like, damn, that, they bomb as hell. Wow, like, you know gay relationships are literally the best ones I know? Oh, I, was, I thought you were about to say, oh, wow, you know gay relationships? I was going to say, well, <laughs> they're few and far in between, but... That is the ideal relationship. The gay men I know in relationships are better than the straight. And you said the opposite. Point of, point of mouth. They have the best communication, most non-monogamy, the best life plans together. Point them out. They I mean, exist. We're just in they, they, we're just in this world of like ADD where everybody knows they can fuck or get whatever they want. That is so hard for me. Like my, my theme is communication, so I ain't trying to like put that off on your ass. But it's like I communicate poorly in everything, so that's why I can recognize I don't need a relationship. I need to fix this part, this part, this part, and, and a relationship yeah. might come fixing, along with fixing that. yourself is a big fucking deal. Before you need you have people a sometimes. Can, can I ask you what a what a relationship? looks like to you so no wait, i can't that's so, what i'm saying so I that's can't the thing even that. my friend asked me and i was like well i just really want someone i can either like vent to and we have a lot like long conversations she's like oh you want a friend and i was like yeah and then that's the thing too i don't like to be up under somebody so i want I, I want the idea of missing someone so i think i would like a long distance relationship well maybe you've just I, never experienced it well probably that too but i'm just like Eek. i'm like i don't know what i what I want relationship wise. So as much as I want a boyfriend, I don't know what a relationship and looks like to me. I also think asking to have a friendship is not a bad thing at all. Like my therapist said something to me two years ago that I thought was amazing. I was getting super depressed and really confused about relationships and not understanding why they weren't working out in the end. He's like, tell me three things that you want in your, tell me three things about your best friend that you love. And I was like, um, He's super into social justice shit. Me and him are on the same fucking page. No bullshit. This is literally when I think of him, if I called him about anything, we're on the same fucking page. I have the best time with him. He's super funny mm-hmm. and loyal. He says, great. Your partner for life will have those same three qualities. And you just have to look for them. Mm-hmm. Because your friends should kind of emulate your mate. You're just mm-hmm. going to have a romantic thing there. Mm-hmm. And frankly... My best relationships I've carried on. I mean, Jeeves, I would say, is like the model person that I've met recently that was that person. Just because we broke up doesn't mean that it wasn't a great relationship, but all of those things worked. Like, it was like an immediate attraction because that base was there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the Mm. things that you love about your friends, 100% your partner should have. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I like to fucking party. And when I meet niggas that be kind of, yeah, I don't know. I was about to say, I meet too many people that are kind of like my friends. Like, they be liking to fight, too. And I'm like, uh-uh. uh-uh. No, no, no. But the things you love we about can't you. Like, Do you love your friends that be ready to fight? No. Yes. Do you? That's the quality well, that you're going to pick as top three? They I mean, no, fight? not top three, but like... So you know what I'm similar, saying. But there be like similarities in like sometimes in the people that I date that are like good friends. Like, my, like you just met my best homegirl. Like, she is... With the one of the people I think of when I think of like anything, like anybody I date, I hear her voice in the back of the head. Because yeah, I remember growing up, and she was like, we would always like talk to each other about dating, like, well, you know, is this person talking enough? Or are they caring enough? Do they actually care? Blah, blah, blah. Like, every time I'm going through dating, I hear her in my head. So I'm thinking about not that she likes to fight, but she likes to, you know, if you. Confronta- she, or like Not confrontational, but she really likes to, and I hate to say get you together, but if you put her in a place, she will communicate effectively enough to round that shit out and be like, I'm not the one. But not in like a terrible bitch, don't try it kind of way. Miguel? What? Miguel? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about. My homegirl. Oh, I thought you were talking about. But. Her. 
<laughs> okay. Look, we another fight that I'm gonna I want to um Damn. I want to see what both of you guys have oh. for turn on triggers and your um not love language but the way that you like to be loved. I was about to say, love. From Shan Booty. Okay. I'm gonna read these five scenarios. Tell them the game of love. The yes. Game of and you guys tell me how you guys like to be loved. So, oh. imagine that you just got home from a long day and your partner greets you at the door ready to get freaky. What could they say? or do to get you in the mood as well. One, you look so good and I want you so bad. Go to the bedroom, take your clothes off. I want every square inch of your body. Two, I ordered dinner for us. Let's chill, talk, connect. I want to hear everything about your day and I'll tell you everything about mine. Three, I vacuumed, cleaned the kitchen, laid down some fresh sheets and put on your favorite music. Take your time getting cleaned up and then meet me in the bedroom. Four, Hey, you're home early. I was going to shower and walk around naked for a bit, but I mean, now that you're here, I guess I could change my plans unless... Five, I know you've had a long day, so if I take care of the house, handle dinner, and take your car to get some gas, do you think tonight that we could... I stopped at the second one. (laughs) That's the one I would want. I ordered dinner for us. Let me... Tell me about your day, and I'll tell you about mine. And that's literally... I had that with um, mine too. What the was before yours? we had I a like nickname, five. that number two was mine. You like five? That's that was. It's defined as transactional. There needs to be something more than physical act to entice you. What's funny is I actually thought you were not going to pick two because that's someone who needs mental stimulation, which actually. I do. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. Me. I want. I I need a talker. Like I say it all the time. I went. I, I have like the biggest crush on. Arian Foster because of just how he speaks. I told Joe this and Van. I love talking to Van because Van just gets me to think and we can have long ass conversations about random ass topics. They mostly porn, but we just we we dissect porn. But it's just like I really enjoy talking to someone, which is why I liked the guy that I cut off, which now I literally in my mind, I was just like, I need to hit him back. So let because me find, like, I like talking to him. What's interesting I like about talking. what you're saying. You're backtracking. I know. It's so bad. You just had mental come up. As which one was mine? Transactional, which oh, okay. means that you like a yeah, yeah, yeah. trade of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which probably... <laughs> you do. A trade of some sort. A trade. I actually like that. What's interesting about Mandy getting mental, to me, and this is just years of therapy trying to, like, self, like not self-diagnose, but you know. You constantly talk about how you don't need emotional shit to fuck somebody. Right. But literally, mental is the only way that you're going to get off from sex. The only person you're fucking right now you don't have mental stimulation with, you're saying. There is no intimacy there, so technically no. Because that shit was intimate. So if there's no intimacy there, that shit that you don't want, that you're doing but is... But what's crazy is now, before we have sex, like, we always catch up on our weeks, the projects we're doing. He loves to know, like, what's going on. But you you guys don't kiss. How, where's the we don't. We don't kiss, but... So this is men, about how you like to be loved. Right. So I, what I liked was him saying he ordered dinner and y'all talk about your day. Before me and him normally have sex, we do. We catch up on our schedule, the projects we're doing, what we like. He questions me about the tour coming up. So then, we, girl, at this point, like if he that. ain't going to be your boyfriend... And you're getting what you want from him. I'm, but I'm not getting uh, that. Sex is what I want from him. I'm not getting fully. But the guy that I really liked, we like with, and we never agreed. But we talked, and he spoke 
well and we would just talk about I love niggas who speak Every so time well she says I do that, it I can't like, I do I'm sorry coming out nigga because nigga, I grew so up in well. Florida so I can't stand up. the slow ass niggas but <laughs> Florida education I'm sorry that's why I be getting shit wrong <laughs> Georgia education girl I'm right there too. with you Look, so I just no really love a guy who could just talk for long hours and we just can keep talking and they're good listeners and talkers I really like talking Wow. Clearly. I used to so be that I way. like talkers and I, I like when someone when comes back and talks. Like I hate niggas that come over and they just be so stupid, but they be so fine, but they just don't Do you t- know your love languages? Um Mine are I didn't know mine. Mine are physical touch, affirmation, gifts. I think affirmation is then mine. quality time, then acts of service. Affirmation and quality time is my big thing. And I tell everyone that all the time. Like if I give you my time, that means the most. I don't care how much money you spend on me. I don't care none of that. I just want your time. That was my that's always my big thing. When you said love language, I was gonna be like French, Ebonics. <laughs> no. Love up. a little accent, you know. <laughs> what are your love languages? Mine is quality time and affirmation yeah. for sure. And you- Mine's physical touch and affirmation. Physical touch. Like yes. I'm a I'm a hugger. I like to like love I, a hug. I touch people to let them know that love I care. a real hug. Mm-hmm. Some people hug you and they be stiff as fuck. And I'm like uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I would have just rather not. I don't even like pitter patter. Yeah. Just don't touch me. And you know what? I don't like hugging straight men when they do like that double pat thing because they just feel like man hug and it's like don't. It's funny like, you say that. I remember telling someone I used to date or just noticing how he hugged my friends, which are mostly gay men, mm-hmm. really made me happy. Because yeah. he wasn't scared of it. Yeah. Like, he was so secure in himself. Like, he knows I give a fuck about them. So it ain't no, like, all right, bro. Like, yeah. you know? That's a really important thing for me is touch, though. And I think I think finding out... So in the book that I... Like, what Shan's book, The Game of Desire, like, talking about how you like to be loved so that you can know and understand what kind of partner you want. That's what... Yeah, that's another one. So, and that's that's another thing why I think long distance would long distance to me would work. I like to be able to miss someone, and I don't want someone all up under me. So, yes. I, even if I have a local boyfriend, I'm sorry we can't see each other every day. Don't come over every day. Don't think I'm going to be with you every day. I don't think that's hard. What you're saying is crazy. I think a lot of people. I know plenty of people that, that don't would, want. I don't want. Like someone, I know people that would yeah. love to get married and live in separate. Friend, hey friend, hey, <laughs> would love to get married and live in a separate house. Like it just be like complexes or some shit. <laughs> I was like, that's boss as fuck. Oh, wow. All right. You we know, you should, need your own We should own, definitely like, talk about what our dream relationship would look like. You start. I should be the last one. A dream relationship would look like me being at my best self and me being with someone that mm. is their best self or that can either be interested enough in pushing their self to be their best self or just interested enough in the relationship. I meet so many people that have ADD in New York. Dating is really hard because you're dating so many people at once if you are dating a lot of people. And then sometimes niggas just go ghost. So it's kind of like if I could find somebody that's not, that's consistent. Like consistency mm, is consistency. what I crave. So like, and I feel like consistency can be rooted in communication sometimes. Because 100%. If you, I literally just apologized. Like my communication was bad last yeah. night. Sorry, because we were supposed to go on a date and that nigga's in Brooklyn, which means I'm not going to see you. I don't meet a lot of guys that even acknowledge how bad their communication is. Like mm. when they're, like I'll meet people, they'll be like, oh, let's hang out today. And I'll be like, all right, cool, but I have to work at five. And then it'll be like 4.50 and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm headed over. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm about to head to work. And then they're like, oh, well, you could have hit me. I'm like, I gave you the time ahead of time. And then it turns into an argument that I shouldn't even be having with somebody I haven't even seen. It's it's like like, a lot of people are dismissive, I think. Um, Very dismissive. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. A dream relationship. Like the gay white man at the bar. Since we, we, we um, go around the table. Obviously, husband and wife. But I'm looking for like partnership. I think where we're like two peas in a fucking pod. You elevate my frequency. Like we are on yes. the same wavelength. Like when I'm a total balance. When I'm overreacting, um, you need to be the source that feels calm. Yeah. When I am doing well you need to elevate that shit not feel threatened by it completely motivate me um to be doing better a lot of people i think find their successes is like that's what it is like and i'm totally humble and feeling like what i do is nothing sometimes like i want you to make me feel like i could even i'd be scared better. to tell people what i do yeah me too i don't like doing it and i also and shan has taught me this just from personal conversations someone that is loving and obsessed with the person the public persona that i have Right now, the older dude that I'm seeing, like Beard Bay, who's my main partner in Scissors, they love horrible decisions. They completely love what I do. They would tell anybody, and I can't wait to tell them how fucking gross my shit is and how funny I am. This older nigga really likes me, and I can tell is, like he said, I'm impressed by you. But like sometimes I'll talk about work, and he'd be like, yo, you be wildin'. Like, that shit is wild. To me... That's not the partner for me because yeah. that person needs to be like, damn, bae, he came in there talking about drinking piss. I don't know where you find these motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what I need yeah. is someone that knows and understands that my public persona is totally different from who I am. And I think that people in the era of dating today can't grapple the two differences. Mm-hmm. Like people that talk shit about me on the Internet or YouTube comments or whatever, I share everything that I feel like telling you. Mm-hmm. You have no idea who I am. And I want the person that's with me to completely understand me, all of me, because mm-hmm. I know who I am. But I want them to know and accept it and also be cool with what other people might think of me, because other people might think I'm trash. I come on here and do accents every week. I fight with Mandy on air. What if they love Mandy and they hate me? They're going to think I'm a terrible person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, know and understand that those people don't matter. Create your own opinion of me and put me on the pedestal. That is the best fucking relationship. See, and I also want somebody that respects my work, but don't necessarily need to be involved in it or with it. Like, I don't need you to check in and be like, yeah, so I heard your show this week. And 
Oh, that was crazy. No, nigga. Right. I don't come up to your job and say, you didn't fill your quota this week. Leave me to have <laughs> I'm going to talk about foot fucking that I did four years ago. This is my job. Right. I mean, shit. Shan with Jared. Like, she loves talking about how casual dating was fun for her. Yeah. And her man can sit there and watch and be proud. Yeah. Because look at this fucking book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at what the fuck I'm doing. A fucking tour, a show running two years and shit like that. Like, no one appreciate that me talking about cream pies is my job. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and you know what? It's going to take somebody that's going to have to be very forward-thinking and understanding of the work that you're doing and how important it is. Like, talking about whole shit just isn't like, we're trying to be a Pornhub podcast as much as it is, I feel like, Mm. bringing light and removing shame and really giving people, like, the the strength to be accountable for what the fuck they do. People look at me and the spaces that I exist in, and they think that it's easy, that my gayness is easy. They think that... I have a, you know, we was joking about trade early, and I don't think that I'm trade, but people are like, you're more masculine than certain homosexuals, so you have a certain privilege. And for me, I don't feel like I have any privilege. I don't feel like, and not that I'm just a victim. People say that? Yes. It ju- it literally just happened to me, too. That's what I was like. A nigga literally just told me that I think being gay is easy. That's fucking disgusting. And I'm sitting up here like, I'm making it look easy so y'all don't have to deal with it because I want to open more doors because... Homosexual ain't got shit to do with shit. A nigga that's straight that takes dildos ain't got shit to do with shit. I know shit. that like, Malcolm X said the black woman is the most disrespected in the world in America, and where I do believe that's true, I believe gay black men are just as low on that totem pole. It's still women just add trans to that. They're, yeah, one hundred percent. Like for real. For I'm real. sorry, but I've watched it with my own eyes. I mean, my close relationships. I mean, I don't know if anyone that listens to the show knows and understands how deep rooted and gay I am. I was born in San Fran. My godmother oh, was yeah. a drag queen. Okay, my mother was. I don't even gunkles like seriously. Her close girlfriend and I am my mother's child. All of my friends are gay men, mm-hmm. you know. And I am watching on a constant basis how they're talked to, treated in relationships, treated by people they love, family, society. Mm-hmm. Vinny, who's come on this show fucking got kicked out of school for being gay mm-hmm. okay so I i've don't had even friends get kicked out the house i've had friends that used to stay with me i used to take people around the places like to get shit i know that shit is not easy at all i grew up in atlanta gay mecca because it's full of homosexuals but that don't mean it's gay mecca because it's gay run because remember georgia gay i mean georgia gay. It, it, georgia, georgia. <laughs> that, people forget that it's atlanta Bitch, but it's still georgia Shit, that's what they be forgetting. Before we get out of here, I want to get real quick into our home mail. Everyone give a little bit of... Um, and this has a, a little bit to do with, with, with the communication. So, a bitch is catching feelings over a Twitter nigga. Hey, horse sisters, I'm a new listener to the podcast, and I absolutely love y'all. Y'all hoes wild. I can relate mostly to everything y'all talk about. But look at here, man. I'm in some trouble. Okay. That's literally what, what it, right. how it's read. So I met this beautiful, chubby, funny, bearded man off of Twitter. We're currently eight hours apart, but that man is my world. We talk and text every day. We've been rapping since my birthday this past April, sending nudes hourly, sexting right now. Hell, this fall we're planning to meet up. But here's my dilemma. I don't want to talk to anyone else. I don't want to fuck anyone else. And I love to fuck. When I'm out on dates or my head is in another nigga's lap, I feel as if I'm cheating. We're not even together. He tells me to always be open with him, but bitch, I just can't. I don't want him to feel any different about me. I can really see a future with this man, but like I said, we're miles apart. He is literally everything I've ever asked for. Am I falling too fast? Am I being stupid over a Twitter nigga? And how do I tell him about my sexual rendezvous? Please help. A confused, distant lover. 
Uh, oh, you want me to answer? Cause yeah, I mean, I was you're the guest. Say, look, I'm I'm straight up get away from the bullshit. Be upfront, honest. Say I, I was just I about need to say to, that. Like, hey, we not mean to here, but you know, I'm still dating other people, and you know, every now and then I gotta scratch that itch. And you ain't even gotta say that much, but I'm still seeing other people up until we've decided this is gonna be locked in. And I think you that ain't married, single. I think yeah, everyone it. needs to really open it. up with that. Just be honest on what you're doing, who you are currently, even when you're dating. And I I picked that knowing that we had this whole conversation. So hopefully everything that we even communicated during the horrible decision can relate to you like you should never feel like you when you're dating that you're pretending to be something you're not yeah as soon as you do that you need to know that that's not the person for you you don't need to play a role you don't need to hide parts of yourself to think you're gonna please who you're dating so that would be my advice is just let him know who you are also let him know we're both single i love talking to you and i want to be with you but yeah i may see some people from time to time because i'm sexual and i need to get my nut off I think okay. that's okay to say, right? Yeah. You can say that, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Did I need to hit hell my neck? Yeah. Hell it. yeah. If a dude wants you, he's going to accept that. Sure will. And he sure better. Will. And if he don't, then there's something better waiting for you. Sure will. Listen, he can do compromise. Greater Facts. Later. That's what and I always Again, say. guys, continue to send your home mail questions into us at horribledecisions at gmail.com. Asante, before we get out of here, let our listeners know where they can find you and also what projects you have. Find me on all social media at Hey Asante. Yeah, he got H- his Twitter back. <laughs> I am not back on my Twitter. You have not seen me tweet. I have it back, but I'm not on there. But you can still tweet me and Instagram me. I'm on Instagram mostly at Heyasante, H-E-Y-A-S-S-A-N-T-E. Interact with my Instagram uh, for If I Were a Rapper. It's at If I Were a Rapper, and that's the name of the podcast. And if you want to tweet that, it's at I-F-I-W-A-R. Find me all over the internet and check out the Friend Zone podcast. Yes, check out both of those. Um, I was on an episode of If I Were a rapper and we talked about just mad ghetto shit. Yes. We used to do that event. That I loved it. Fun. Yeah. It's, two it's, things. Your ass has to come back um, with somebody else. I have to plan who is going to be who. And your ass has to come on there. I like bringing people onto the show and they well, all I switch. I don't know like music like that. Bitch, you was at the live motherfucking show. And I, and I won. But exactly. So right. you won. You, you was fucked up. So exactly. Now your fair. ass... Dustin knew the words to everything, but my teammates were Your just team was holding you down. Yeah, Your it. team was holding Listen, you down. I was like, um, so who is it, y'all? Lil' Kim? All right, Lil' Kim. <laughs> Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Like, Lil' Kim. Lil Kim. Big money. And your ass won. But yeah, also, thank y'all so much for having no, me. No, thank you for joining us. Um, And also, just a huge shout out to our patrons. As you guys know, if you're all caught up with all of our episodes, we have a, a little over 40 more episodes on Patreon. So become a patron. That's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. And before we get out of here, we are going to leave you guys with a five minute clip. To let you guys motherfucking know what the fuck is going on. So check it out. Become a patron. So speaking of patrons, I want to give a super motherfucking shout out to DC. We are doing our pre-sale tickets open, available only to patrons throughout the tour. And our Patreon community in DC was able to sell out one fifth of the show in one day. So I want to give a super huge shout out to DC. Boston and Philly, we're also coming to you. So November 6th, we will be in Philadelphia, followed by the 8th of November, we'll be in D.C. And of course, on 12-12, that is December 12th, we will be in motherfucking Boston. So looking forward to see you guys all there. Check out tickets now available at HorribleDecisions.com. Once again, it's now open to the public. Get your tickets now at HorribleDecisions.com. As always, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye.
Whip. So pumpkin is the next food. What? Your pumpkin spice latte. You, you know I love pumpkin spice. No, you I know me. Damn, you know me, but them. I love that shit. Give me fall weather. I get pumpkin everything. I want pumpkin literally everything. I get pumpkin candles. But That's pumpkin it. is high in fiber and has potassium. So it's actually good for stamina. Um, huh. as well as magnesium, which can help calm nerves and muscles. So maybe it's good if you want to have anal sex. <laughs> um, it's Halloween. Let's get this Wait. shit going, pumpkin. Huh. Wait. Did you have anal yet? No, I mean, I, got, I went in, but like I haven't had a full-on fuck. I want it, though. What happened? I couldn't handle it, but I guess I'll have a pumpkin now. So. Oh, my God. Use the <laughs> lube. Use that lube. It, bro, I used a lube. No, use the CBD Silicone-based lube, right? lube only. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, no. But to do that? I never thought about it on my ass. So, so that's the thing, though. But, but with a lot of those, um, and this isn't just even the one I use, but any of those CBD um, oils, they're not compatible with latex. So because I'm someone who has sex with condoms, I only use it for self-pleasure. Yeah. Because a lot of these organic things don't mix well once you inc- yeah. like yeah. mix What's it with latex. What's wrong with it? Does spermicides kill it? I don't know what happens, but the condoms, I don't know if it breaks with, for, you know, I don't know what happens yeah, if you man, use it with, with condoms. I, I just don't want to try it. It says <gasps> don't use with condoms. You have a boyfriend yeah. or something? No. You like, I just don't use them? I just, I'm so like hyposexual. Mm. I'm like, wow, I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> Condoms. That is a thing that happens. I am, I am dead. Um, one of the other foods that I found really interesting, which bitch, I had no idea. Apples. What? Apples have been associated with increased sex drive. A two, 2014 study suggested that eating an apple a day, bitch, not only keeps the doctor away, but it's correlated <laughs> with better sexual quality of oh, life in young women. That's interesting. Uh, that is interesting. I eat a lot of apples too, but ain't nothing to help me. Oh, <gasps> champagne is on this list. Oh, fuck Ooh. yeah. Move okay, that to which, the fucking top. I always oh, knew it. Like, I, I just thought I felt classy when I drank it. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I thought that's what made me want to fuck. I'm like, oh, my ego's going mm-hmm. up. No, bitch. But no. I guess so. Uh, it was that yeah. champagne. What if it, what, what if girls what, think that they're drinking what champagne? What does it say about champagne? Because it's alcohol. So, so technically yeah. it has. They're saying that it has more to do with getting in the mood for a special occasion than the actual science behind the bubbles. Oh, yeah, mm. that's it's you... shown that women limp with limited amounts of alcohol can increase the desire and potentially lower their inhibition specifically with champagne though over any other alcohol. Because oh, you're feeling all classy and sexy. You are feeling classy thing. and sexy. Yeah, but some girls are going to be drinking Prosecco and thinking champagne. No, yeah, nah, bitch. It's not going to work. And if it yeah. ain't Dom Pijo, you ain't feeling shit. Like, that's mimosa got me lit. No, <laughs> bitch. No, bitch. It yeah, limited. It's sugar. Um, this is a common one that all of you know that is an aphrodisiac. Oysters. Mm. Um, so the, um, what oysters do um, is they contain actually a lot of zinc which is a mineral important in the production of testosterone and sperm production. Um, they also contain a dopamine, which is a brain, a brain chemical that increases desire. I think it has a lot to do with the slurping motion that you're yeah. doing. I do too. It's like a push. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think like it, to me, it's the motion of slurping. I think that makes you sex. Eat. It's like when you have, it's when you have ice cream. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. If ice cream is on this list, there's no fucking science behind Banana. it. Banana. Oh, vanilla is. Vanilla, vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like the vanilla bean? Okay, wait. Yeah, there's yeah. a weird one I want to read because I know that specifically it makes your pee stink. Oh. oh. Asparagus. The high amount of vitamin E increases the blood flow and oxygen to the genitals. And they say that the phallic shape of things can also help you get in the mood. I'm sorry, but. I'm just going to take a vitamin E supplement and like look at something that I'm like not trying to have my pee. Yeah, wait. Hold on. Wait. What did you say about that shit? Asparagus makes your pee smell? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know that. I love it. Sorry asparagus. that I just said that. With you, you never pissed after bad. eating asparagus? Uh, uh, I mean, yes, I have. <laughs> Maybe you drink a lot of water. Now. I do drink a lot of okay, water. Okay, but if it's... You drink- 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.